amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to the Garden America Show, the country's most listened to gardening program. This is your chance to join us as we talk about gardening, horticulture, landscaping, in fact, anything that has to do with the world of gardening. The phone lines are open right now at 1-855-424-9825. That's 1-855-424-9825 for your questions and comments or john at gardenamerica.com. And if you're watching us on Facebook Live, you can also post your questions and comments right there on our page during the broadcast. Now, here's Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, and Tiger Palafox on the Garden America Radio and Media Network. It is uh, just a little bit after the hour, and we've got a great show lined up today. Of course, we'll have to have the quote of the week read by one of us in the newsletter. Yeah. And uh, I do want to mention, too, that uh, if you don't have the iHeartRadio app or media app, uh, be sure to download that. You can listen to all of our podcasts. Or if you get the newsletter, John puts a link in that newsletter, which takes you right to the uh, podcast page, and you can uh, listen to all the podcasts, which we have up there. You can also, uh, let's see, go to our YouTube page, Garden America Radio. Podcasts and shows are archived there. And, of course, last but certainly not least, on our Facebook page, all podcasts and shows are archived. Just scroll down. Uh, you can listen to every uh, show that you want to and fast forward through the commercials, so on and so forth. Now, the good news here, if you're uh, watching on Facebook Live, uh, no commercials. We're going to take just a quick break after each segment and then get right back to it, Tiger. Yeah, so make sure you understand that so you answer or ask your questions uh, timely because we're not going to be here the full time that we normally are right? because we want to make sure that there's not a lot of downside time for our Facebook Live viewers. Right. Now, if you're if you're listening on BizTalk Radio, it's the same format. You will have commercials because we do have great sponsors, which we want you to listen to on BizTalk Radio. And the folks at the network do a fantastic job. So this is just Facebook Live. No commercials, quick breaks, and then right back to it. So, Bob, welcome. It's been a couple of months. How yeah. are things uh, How are things going in your world? Good, good. No complaints, really. Um, well, you could, but who's going to listen? I sh- nobody listens you know. anyway. So, yeah. Boy, big, big change here with uh, we're catering to the Facebook crowd. So. Catering to our Facebook uh, viewers. And again, we uh, do encourage you to post your questions, comments right there on Facebook, and we'll answer them immediately. That's great. We've got uh, some nice weather going. It's supposed to get up in the 70s and 80s today. Hey. And then cold tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about today? So today it's supposed to get to the 70s, 80s, and then tomorrow it's said to drop down to 66. So, so within a 24-hour period, we're going to lose about 12 to 14 degrees, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how amazing that is for a plant because I was chilly walking out this morning. Yeah. And I know that when we get out of the studio today, it's going to be warm. Show, it's going to be warm. Yeah. So that won't be a problem. But if I was a plant and then the next day it was going to be 66, well, I could put on a jacket and it's not a big deal. What's the plant going to do, Tiger? Yeah, right? Like it's it's just there. It just has to sustain it. You know, it's interesting. People think that uh, for the most part that, that plants follow the seasons. Yes and no. They follow the temperature. If it's cold yeah. tonight, you know they have to adjust, and then it's warm tomorrow. So you're right. It's up and down for the plants. Yeah. That's amazing. They'll, they'll yeah. shut down somewhat as it yeah. gets cooler, and then they'll 
kick back off again, like a reptile, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, same thing. What about the reptiles falling out of trees in Florida because it was so cold? So cold. I would ago. love to be there picking up iguanas. And they were, they were frozen, <laughs> and they, they thawed out, and they were fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they just could, they go into hibernation, is yeah. what it is, and they just can't hold on, and down they come. Talk so. about adjusting, huh? But you know, it's such a, a problem they have down there with, with those. They've... They're an introduced species, and they're just wreaking havoc. All well, you know what else is wreaking well, havoc? Are all the snakes and pythons in the Everglades? Right. Yeah. But what what better way to get a you know foot up on them to have a cold snap? Yeah. At least you go around collect and them all, collect pick them, them up. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So right, what are they wreaking havoc? What does an iguana wreak havoc on? I, they're they're just simple bug eaters, right? No fruit. Fruit. Yeah. Oh, so they'll yeah. go and they're just making a mess, and they dig burrows and. Uh-huh. All kinds of stuff. And, and the okay. pythons and other snakes that are not indigenous to that area, uh, a lot of them were released or got out during hurricanes. Yeah. A lot of people raised them and let them go. Uh-huh. And that is, that's a huge problem down there for them. They're really, really just inundated with them. They can't get ahead of it. No, they go out and collect them when they can, but they're, they're just, they bring, you know, a snake lays, lays what, about 60, 70 eggs at a time? Oh, I was going to say it's even more than that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they, they have, you know, bounty hunting to go out yeah. and get them. And they still can't get ahead of it. So, so if you want to talk about snakes and reptiles, hey, we're the guys to call do the it. garden show. Yeah, call the, call the <laughs> well, garden but, show. But they do kind of go hand in hand because yeah, you know yeah. invasive species, no matter what, across the board. And you know, you know, speaking of the iguanas, it, it sounds sounds to me kind of like they're like our ground squirrel. Yeah, you know, kind of this annoying creature <laughs> right. here that you know wreaks havoc on our fruit trees, digs yep. tunnels in our soil. So it kind of sounds like to me like. They just seem kind of cool to me. Yeah, but I guess they are. They, well, I guess I, I, I depends on is, where you're. I at. think it is cool too. But you know, they're just making a problem. That's <laughs> that's no good. So we've got uh, Facebook viewers joining us: uh, John, Lenore, uh, Kathy, uh, Dave, John's brother. So welcome, thank you. And uh, of course, Bob Reedmiller sitting in for. Uh, Mr. Bagnasco today, and again, we don't know what he's doing. He's off doing so. Anytime John's gone, it's safe to say he's doing some rose thing. It's yeah. almost always a rose thing. Yeah, it's just a rose thing. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, do we have the quote of the week? Do we want to get yeah, to that? Yeah, you ready? Here? It's okay. it's by Dave Barry, I guess, and Dave Barry is sort of a, a satirical uh, humorist, I guess you might call him. Yeah, yeah and the quote is kind of a, a funny one too. If a woman has to choose between catching a fly ball and saving an infant's life. She will choose to save the infant's life without even considering if there are men on base. <laughs> and that's Dave Barry. So you know what? That's such a guy quote. It yep. is. Yep. <laughs> we, 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 we could be very simple creatures sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. The last couple of weeks we talked about... Uh, what you're doing at the nursery. Yeah. You're getting ready for spring right now, right? Things are coming in, or is it a little too early? No, no. Things are coming in. Uh, inventories are, are going on the upward swing. Um, you know, just this week, we started expanding on our annuals and perennials that are kind of more springtime. People are getting the bug. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's a hard thing because people get the bug, which I understand, but it is February 1st today. I know. They're getting antsy. <laughs> they're getting antsy. Uh, uh, only it's, February 1st. Well, and it's 75, 70 degrees. I get it. You and there's want to people plant. that want to plant tomatoes, yeah. and, and they will. They'll do it if it kills them, and then we get a frost. Well, yeah. we could get yeah. a frost as late as April and May. I yeah. mean, it's you know, it, it warms up for a, several weeks, and then people get this false sense of, okay, spring's here. Yep. And then yeah. just like tomorrow, 66, boom, it's cold again. So all those people that have that bug, have that itch, plant seeds. 
because you're yeah. what 30 to 60 days behind you know so so practice if you, patience right exactly. with the seeds and you know plant some seeds you'll get that you'll get that feeling of planting you'll get that feeling of spring we're not trying to kill your sales you know, so. <laughs> yeah. but you know it, it, it's something that you know seeds are what you do now wait for the plants a little bit later because yeah we still do have a chance of frost and if you're in other areas of the country, you're not even thinking about it. You're probably under snow, ice, sleet, rain, whatever. And they're saying bad things about us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Well, there's California, Arizona, Texas, Florida, yeah. I guess parts of Louisiana, maybe, the Gulf states and New Mexico. Oh, I have some friends in um, New Orleans right now, and they sent me some video. It's absolutely gorgeous there. How about that, huh? You know, it's absolutely beautiful yeah. right now there. They had just amazing weather, sunshine, really nice. And then I've seen all this coverage of the Super Bowl for Florida, and Fantastic. People, people are walking around in bathing suits. And, you know, much you know. like they would if the Super Bowl was back here. You know, we had two Super Bowls in San Diego, and it was the same thing. They could golf, they could do go to the beach, and, and they even said, this is one of the best places for a Super Bowl. Yeah. However, stadium situation, antiquated. Bye-bye. So See you yeah. later, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, so uh, Bob, uh, bring us up to date. What's happening uh, in your neck of the woods, uh, woods in your plant world? Well, same thing. We're gearing up and, and getting all kinds of stuff, trucks and trucks and trucks of you know material going out to fill up all of the, the big box stores and, and all of those people. Um, we have new... Every year, new hybrid uh, succulents coming on board. Give me an example. What would I be interested in? You know, there's there's one I just saw it yesterday for the first time, and I think I could be wrong, but I think it's called Love's Fire. So I would imagine it has a lot of color. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, it's an Echeveria. Looks kind of like a um, Black Prince, um, only it's bigger um, and more round, almost like an artichoke. And the outside of it, the plant is sort of black already, but the outside of it is this deep red chestnut brown, gorgeous, gorgeous color. I don't know who's listening, but to sneak one out for me. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, under, yeah. under your jacket, you know? Yeah. Kinda... And then we finally finally are having uh, in propagation uh, this plant called String of Dolphins. Oh, you finally yeah, got it? Guess what? John, yeah. John gave me one. I have one. Oh, did he? I gave you one. Oh, that was your, Sorry, Tiger. <laughs> you know what? Hey, give credit where credit's due. Okay. Um, yeah, because I've got it hanging in yeah. a uh, small little, uh, little pot in my patio. And you know, Tiger, the rain uh, did it good. It looks really nice. Yeah. And I, I, I saw that online about three or four years ago. Somebody had it, which is really, it was like nobody knew anything about it at the time. And, um, and I mentioned it to somebody and said, you know, we ought to get some of these. And well, it kind of... Usual, I'm ahead of my time. Sure, you know? four years ahead yeah, of your time, Yeah, nothing right? happened. And all of a sudden, everybody's screaming for it, so we got it and got it going. And it is a cool plant. Those leaves look like little, little dolphins green jumping. dolphins jumping in the water. Yeah, I took some close-ups, and people, I put it on Facebook, people were amazed. Yeah. Like, really? It's, you don't even have to look hard. You know it's a dolphin. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's way easier to take care of than, like, the string of pearls, which is a, that's a nightmare sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be doing well. I've only watered it a couple of times because we had rain. I checked it yesterday. It's doing fine. Yeah, it's it's just weird to see uh, a plant imitation that looks so much like the thing that it's called. Yep. Exactly, you know? it really does. Exactly. So. Okay, our first break is coming up quickly. Tiger, we've got a guest coming up after the break, and yeah. she is. It's Margie with Farm Her. Margie Geiler Ananis, and she's the host of the program Farm Her, which focuses on females uh, in farming throughout the nation. Going to take a quick break. Come back with our guest Brian Maine, Bob Reed Miller, Tiger Palafox. Back after this on your Saturday here. Garden America. Stay with us.
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825 or john at gardenamerica.com. And we are back. Thank you so much. If you're watching on Facebook Live for that uh, few minutes of silence, we were in the middle of getting hold of our guest, which we have done. So we are back, and uh, Tiger Palafox introduce our guest, and I'll bring her up, and we'll start the interview. And again, questions, comments right there on our Facebook page. All right. So this morning, we have the host, uh, producer, the mind behind Farm Her, a uh, program, podcast, uh, wonderful community online that focuses on females and farming, and not just farming plants, seen farming of animals, um, all kinds of wonderful things. Uh, there was even an episode, rec- or not, I don't know about recently that I saw, though, about a, a woman that raises um, horses for rodeos. So, really inspiring. But our guest this morning is with Farm Her, Margie Geiler Alanis. Uh, Margie, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Sorry for the little delay in getting you connected here this morning. We're uh, uh, experimenting with a new system to yeah, have yeah. our guests on. So. You bet. Now, this is Farm Her. Is that right, Tiger? Yeah, Farm Her. And it's just farmher.com for more information, right, Margie? Yep, that's it. We keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first, tell us a bit about Farm Her and yourself and how you got involved. Yeah, well, um, to do that, let's, let's go back a few years. I uh, was born and raised. I lived still in Iowa. I grew up in the country, and my grandparents were farmers, but my parents didn't farm. And um, so out of college, I worked in uh, agricultural insurance, actually, for a little over a decade before deciding I needed to make a change. And I walked away from my career in uh, February first of two. Oh my gosh, February first of two thousand thirteen. You guys, that was hey, like it's an anniversary. Seven, ago today. <laughs> seven year anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And so I, I had left my job and was going to take some time to figure out what I was going to do next. The Super Bowl was on that weekend. <laughs> there was a commercial on during the Super Bowl, a truck commercial sent to a speech by Paul Harvey called "God Made a Farmer" with all these beautiful images of farmers and ranchers and that helped me realize that maybe we don't see enough of what women do in agriculture. There were very few women depicted in that um, commercial. And so that led me to start a photo project called Farm Her. And um, I was going to photograph just a handful of women right here in Iowa in the summer of 2013. I started a website and some basic social media pages and 
uh, boom, here we are seven years later. So Yeah, that is amazing. And, you know, as I was saying in the intro, it's not just, you know, agriculture. You know, and it's funny that you tell us your story of how you got started because in the episode where you have the woman, and uh, the name escapes me, but um, uh, it, it, she she raises Broncos for rodeos. And, yep, Kirsten Bold. Yeah, yeah. And she wanted to be a, like a, a lawyer or something else she did not want to go in there becoming a uh, a rancher so to speak and so but it just you know her her life changed and it just changed her and now she loves working with animals and working with um the technology of create you know the creation of these animals and everything and it was just so inspiring to see like hey you know you might have one idea one day but you know that might change and be open to it be fluid and be ready to go right yeah, yeah, that's that's probably the story of my life too. And honestly, so many of the women I meet, I mean, if they, if they grew up on a farm, a lot of times they they want to get away from it, right? Like they want to go see the world, they want to go do something else. But uh, so many times, all they want to do is get back to it after they leave. <laughs> um, so, tell us more about Farm Her. You 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 guys have a series of episodes which focuses on this subject you guys have a podcast and your guys's website with also information um so tell us a little bit about each one of those yeah yeah so um what started as a photo project seven years ago obviously has grown and changed a little bit and, and um it's just been the biggest blessing to have um a community of people that um, pr- primarily is women who are engaged in growing food, uh, maybe for themselves or their families or the whole wide world or raising animals, um, realize that this is important and pay attention and want to be a part of it too. And so that's allowed us to grow in many different ways to the point where we've really evolved into a media company where, um, you know, we started with some events, we started selling some merchandise. And then, you know, it's kind of like at a point where I was like, okay, this is, this is uh, like an 80-hour-a-week job, and I'm not able to pay myself. And about that same time, I get a call from a national cable television uh, channel called RFB-TV, and they were interested in talking about how to create a television show around it. So in 2016, um, the first uh, season of our TV show debuted, which is what you were talking about, what you saw with Kirsten Gold. And... So that is a 30-minute weekly television show. It airs four times a week to an audience full of over 50 million people across the country. It's a pretty awesome uh, platform to be able to put these women on and to share their stories. So I go all over the country. I go to farms or ranches like Kirsten Gold, and um, I am there to talk about who they are, what they do, why they do it, why they love it, maybe why they hate it. Uh, you know, like a day in their shoes because these are women who are like the the best of the best. They're the salt of the earth. They work hard. They, they're not here to jump up and down and, and have attention put on them. That's why I get to go there. And so, um, they're just the best. And so we get to share that through that, uh, television every week. You can also catch clips of all of those episodes on our YouTube channel for anybody who doesn't have, uh, like satellite or cable. And um, so that, that's probably the broadest platform that we get to tell these stories on. And, like, next week I'm headed to Arizona, and we're going to visit five different, very different farms, very different women, and um, tell their stories that will start airing. Those will come out next fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, fast forward a little bit more, and uh, that was in 2016. We're still, we're, like I said, we're recording the fifth season of that TV show, but um, 
we realized, you know, like everybody absorbs media or stories in different ways. And how else can we tell these stories? And so in um, late 2017, we started a podcast. And in 2018, we transitioned that to also um, be on SiriusXM. So it's a weekly hour-long show on SiriusXM Channel 147. And then uh, we released it as a podcast as well. Uh, kind of recut in a different way a little bit. And um, those, again, are the stories of, like, everyday women who are doing awesome things, which is kind of the, the story of the people that I meet, right? Like, everybody's yeah. got a great story. <clears throat> and so we share those um, every week <clears throat> on that podcast. Again, it's called Shining Bright by Farmer. And so that's just another way that we can tell those stories and uh, help everybody out there realize who is a major part of growing their food or maybe the fiber that goes into our clothing. Um, women are just awesome. So that's, that's really, you know, diff- different ways of telling those stories. Now, let me have you think back to the beginning, because kind of what it sounds like to me is that, you know, this was just an idea that you had and it's kind of morphed into something that, you know, maybe you didn't even know would eventually move into. And, you know, with this idea of, okay, women in farming and, you know, we've been doing the Garden America radio program for a long time. And a lot of our focus is the history of horticulture and the history of plants and where they've kind of come from and, you know, where, who found them and influencers that have been around. And we go back and just in our last show, Brian, we were talking about Kate Sessions. We yep. were talking about Gertrude Jekyll. Sure. These are women that were highly, you know, um, you know, ahead of their time in terms of women in the industry. And we kind of went into the idea that, you know, they led in a lot of different ways. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When we get back from our commercial, yep. we're going to talk a little bit more about you know where Farm Herd came from and then what it's came where it's at today. And it's going to be a quick break, so stay right there with you. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825 or john at gardenamerica.com. And just like that, we are back. Thank you so much for being there. Facebook Live. And again, uh, talking uh, women in farming, women in general in the industry, Tiger and Bob. If you have any questions, uh, post them right there on uh, Facebook Live. And again, uh, thank you to the good folks at, uh, at Biz Talk Radio. Our uh, third segment, Tiger, back to you, and we'll continue our conversation. Yeah, so we're talking with Margie Geiler Alanis with Farm Her. Um, Margie, you still with us? I'm here. All right, perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Margie. Um, so, um, as I was hinting at before we went to commercial break, uh, you know, this idea of where it came from, 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of almost sounds like you had this idea, you started rolling with it, and then did these people just start coming out of the woodwork to you? Like, you maybe started off like, oh, I know her, I know them, I know this family. You reached out, you did this photographic, you know, project, and then all of a sudden, I'm sure you're like, oh, do you know so-and-so from, you know, this ranch, or do you know so-and-so from this farm? And you're like, wait a minute, no, I don't. And and then all of a sudden, this community just started coming out that maybe you weren't aware of, or had you always known there was a big community of women farmers? No, I, uh, this is all, I, I still like pinch myself all the time. Like, really? Like, you know, I started this because I think that I took it a bit to heart that you didn't see enough of what women do in this industry. And as a woman who worked in the industry for a little over a decade, you know, um, I think it just kind of like really resonated with me that I needed to, to share these. And so when women in the industry started saying and, and, uh, you know, um, being a part of it and wanting to engage in it. It was amazing to me, and it still is to this day. Um, so, you know, I was going to photograph a few women. I put up a, a Facebook page and an Instagram page and this, like, super basic website. And I didn't even know who to photograph at first, honestly. Like, <laughs> while I worked in agriculture for a little over a decade, I worked in the corporate side of things. I was, you know, the... Uh, head of administration and risk at a large insurance company <laughs> that dealt with agriculture, you know? So it yeah. wasn't like I was like intimately Out. familiar with uh, women in agriculture. And I honestly, like I had to use the internet to like look up the first person that I went and photographed and kind of like do a little stalking of her and be like, Hey, can I come photograph <laughs> you at your farm? I got this idea. And yeah. luckily that idea went well. The pictures turned out just like I had hoped. And, she referred me on to her friends and then they referred me on to their friends. And when it, when it went on to social media right away, like right away, we got some great press from a national publication. And then it was a steady stream of like Huffington Post and, and these things through that fall. And all of a sudden I had like more people coming at me than I could ever have guessed. Like it was it was a crazy amount of like, I just remember feeling so overwhelmed that fall. Like, I'm not ready for this. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this is going to be. And, and so it's that point that I turned it into a business and, you know, put up a place on our website for people to suggest a farm her. Like they can tell me about themselves. They can tell me about their friends, their cousins, their neighbors, their mothers, whoever. And, um, now we have, thousands and thousands and thousands of people from uh, their stories have been submitted to us from all over the country. And um, yeah, I go to, I was in an event a couple weeks ago and, you know, people come up to me and they tell me their stories and I can't ever begin to, to like keep all of them in my brain. It's just so amazing. This community, well, they say farmers and ranchers make up less than 2% of our population overall anymore. Um, you know, the people who are connected to it through um, maybe maybe just growing food again for their family, like in the backyard or keeping some chickens or, uh, you know, participating in FFA or 4-H or something that like connects them to it, but they might not like actually farm a lot of ground on their own. It's, it's this broad community of people that just shocks me still today. So, yeah, this grew in a way that I could have never anticipated. Fast I look, there's, this little word that I made up from her um, has over uh, 185,000 uses of the hashtag from her on Instagram, which is yeah. crazy to me. <laughs> it has spread. It's a word that women are proud to be associated with. And that makes me so proud. And 
one of our uh, viewers on Facebook asked a question here, and um, you know, just answer it the the best that you can because I'm sure it might be something that you might not know everyone, but you maybe you have an idea. Is you know, who are some people in the ag business that are women? You know, mo- it says who who would be some of the most successful ag business women that we might not be aware of. Um, so you know, I think that they're just kind of say like you know. Do you know of some of these women that are kind of some behind some of the large companies that we might not think like, oh, wow, you know, a woman is the head of, of that department, of a head of that, you know, area? Is there anybody that stands out in your mind that you've uh, There are so or? many. And so many times, unfortunately, um, they are not visible, you know, like if mm-hmm. for some reason like they're, they're just not visible. But, um, you know, we try to tell the stories of women who are in that business side of things, too. One of the ones who comes to my mind and um, she came to my attention, she was the deputy secretary of agriculture for the United States, for the whole country, for the wow. federal government. And um, she was under Tom Bilzak, who was the secretary of agriculture um, in the last administration. And... Um, she's gone on to hold top positions in, in other com- companies since then. But her name is Crystal Harden, and she is one of the biggest advocates, if not the biggest advocate, for women in this industry. I mean, she has made it her job to be vocal, to be strong, smart, capable, competent. Um, I mean, it's, she's, she's just like a hero of mine, and I'm proud to call her a friend because she reached out a number of years ago and was like, tell me about this farm first thing that you have. <laughs> We sat down and had coffee, awesome. and she has been a champion of, of mine, too, since then, and I just love her. Um, Krista Harden is her name. Okay. Another person that I'm sure that people are familiar with, I haven't had the opportunity yet to photograph or tell her story someday. I hope I will. Beth Ford, she's the CEO of Land Lakes. Hmm. I mean, that's okay. a really, really, really big company. She yeah. She's the head of that company, and... So you talk about women who work in this agriculture, in this food industry, who are making major waves. She's out there. She was just on 60 Minutes, you know, a couple of months ago. So um, such a cool uh, woman to have be a visible person. Because here's here's the biggest thing when I talk about these women who, who are out there, and whether it's the stories that I tell or the stories that someone else tells or the way that these women are rising to the top, it it does have a ripple effect for young women, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big, strong believer as a photographer that if, if you see an image, it can change the way that you think about yourself. It can change the way that you think about others. And so seeing these women in these roles makes a really, really big difference for those 16, 17, 18-year-olds who are trying to start figuring out, like, where am I going to go and what am I going to do? Sounds like it's, uh, that it's possible. Sounds like it's time for a awesome, uh, strong woman. A women farmers calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had one. We've done them a number of years. We didn't do one this year, but yeah, they uh, they go over pretty well. Excellent. Has, has there been any um, you know ranchers farmers you know that that have kind of shocked you from the standpoint, not, not necessarily of women doing it. I mean, because, but we don't realize there is a lot of different farming, different ranching that happens, you know, that people like be like, Oh wow, I'm a, I'm a chinchilla farmer, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, there's really <laughs> random stuff and I'm not trying to say this as women or men. I'm just saying in, in general, I'm you've been to, I'm sure you've gotten word of 
obscure farming practices. Yeah, earthworm, is, earthworm is, farms. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that you yeah. were like, wait a minute, what? What am I going to go do? What am I going to go cover? Is yeah, there anything what, yeah, that stands out? What is the strangest, out? strangest farming you've heard of? <laughs> um, oh, that's a good one. I mean, we, we make it our point to um, cover a broad range of things. So here's the best thing I can say. Everything that you eat, every single thing that you eat has come from a farm in one way or another. So it's not even something that I think about when I sit down and eat, but when I'm on a farm and especially farm. Okay. So we went to a crawfish farm, right? I eat every day, but crawfish are a totally unique thing to be able to grow in mass and, uh, and catch and process and, it's just this crazy thing. And this was a huge crawfish farm, like 2,200 acres worth of crawfish pond oh in Louisiana run wow. by a woman. And so, you know, it's just one of those things that you don't stop to think about it. And I'll never forget at that farm, she was like, well, one of the things I need to do is go out and seed this field. And so they have these fields of rice yep. that are planted in rice for a year. And then they kind of uh, they harvest that rice, it's cut down, and then the next year they can flood it, and it can become a pond for crawfish, right? <laughs> so the crawfish can eat uh, the like the all the thatch uh, and everything that's double, left. I yeah. guess of that rice that yeah. was there, and so it's like this great little ecosystem, right? And so she's like, "We're going to go feed this field with crawfish," and I thought, "Well, that, I wonder what that looks like." And you know what it looks like? Taking bags of crawfish that they just caught out of other ponds and swinging them out into the field. Oh my god! <laughs> so that they could bury down under the mud. Hey, we're gonna take uh, just a quick you know, break. Procreate and make yeah. Hold on one sec, Margie. We'll be back. Like this crazy process. Okay, Margie, get it. We can take a break. We're gonna come right back though. We're gonna continue and finish up this story. Hey, thank you so much. And again, uh, those of you listening on uh, Biz Talk Radio and of course uh, Facebook Live, questions, comments. I'm Brian Maine. Bob Reedmiller sitting in for John. Begnasco, again, Tiger Palafox, I'm Brian Mean. We're going to take a break and right back after this. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or john at gardenamerica.com. Welcome back. I'm Brian Main. Bob Reedmiller sitting in for John Begnasco today. Tiger Palafox as we... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill wrap up our interview and some great things in terms of uh, farm her and uh, female farming and all kinds of things going on this morning, Tiger. Yeah, so we're talking with Margie Geiler on Anise with Farm Her, and right before the commercial she was just describing on feeding crawfish from a crawfish farm. Now, 
Margie, if I understand correctly, it looked like they were just feeding these bags of crawfish out there, and then these crawfish then reproduce in these ponds, and that's how they would just farm crawfish, is just throwing them out there into these rice fields? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, I don't know what I thought, because, you know, you think about, like, a seed of corn, or yeah, a seed that you yeah. plant, maybe green beans in your garden, or whatever, like a normal seed. <laughs> but these are live. <laughs> these are live seeds, like yeah, live my animals. Face, my jaw must have just dropped open when I was like, "Oh, you literally <laughs> just are putting crawfish Throwing back out into the field, flinging <laughs> them out there, and uh, then that becomes your next crust." Um, it was. It was pretty cool. That is. So, I mean, awesome. these are just kind of the behind the scenes stuff, but it happens. Um, in every corner, you know, whether it's blueberries in Georgia or yeah. oysters in Maine or potatoes in Idaho or whatever it is, like it, it all has a process and it's pretty cool to get to see how all that food gets grown and makes its way into our store shelves and onto our plates. And and it gives a lot of respect for the persons behind it because, you know, like you say, they don't always get credit where credit's due yeah. and we we go to the grocery store and say, hey, I, I want crawfish, and it's there, and and that's fine for us. We're fine with that. No and thought when given to where it comes from. No, no thought given to where And then when it's not there, we're upset. Like, why don't I have crawfish here? <laughs> this is frustrating. Yeah. What's, what's the big deal? What's so yeah. hard about this? Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's, and it's a, affordable, and it's safe, and there's, there's probably hundreds of people behind getting that crawfish to your, to your plate. Exactly. Cool. So, um, well, uh, you know, you know, thank you so much for taking you know time with us and being able to tell us about Farm Her. I know it seems like it goes by quick because we kind of go through the commercials break, but I know that our listeners have been enjoying it and covered a lot of different topics. Um, FarmHer.com is the website, and you guys have merchandise, you guys have videos, you guys have podcasts right there. And also, there's a great kind of community forum. Like you said, this community just was, um, you know, came from this idea and, you know, over 100,000, you know, hashtag uses of that term. Um, but I've seen on there the chat, the correspondence of people and, you know, their experiences and their support. Um, you know, so what other things do you guys have coming up that people can look forward to from Farm Her? Oh, man. You know, this year we're really throwing ourselves into, um, Maybe some more, like, uh, we have the TV show and we have the videos that come from that, but some more, like, videos that might teach you something about somebody or something or some part of the food chain in some way um, through our podcast and through the videos on YouTube. So, to me, like, if you want to engage in Farm Her, one of the easiest ways to do that right now and one of the ways that we're really focused on for this year in enriching that experience is through our podcast. Um, and that's called Shining Bright by Farm Herm. Um, but, you know, we always have something new going on. Like I said, we're headed out to film the fifth season of, uh, start filming the fifth season of our TV show next week. And um, what you can expect is more cool women, yeah. different types of farms, uh, a look into different parts of the food system, and maybe a fun, fresh, kind of unique way. And uh, we also have a bigger focus on ranches coming up this year. We've got a new uh, a brand that we've had for a while, but we're kind of lifting it up now called Ranch Her, because ranches and farms are very different. And so kind of a more intimate look into the world of ranching um, <laughs> and uh, livestock raising, and it's going to be really cool. Have 
you know, it, this is a common thing with farming and ranching that they've kind of been family businesses. Is, do you see that yeah. with the women or are these women striking out on their own and they've kind of gone into this field? Yeah, the majority of the people that I meet or the stories that come across uh, our, our realm are women who are part of family farms in some way, shape, or form, right? Like, their their roles might differ, but usually it's this family farm. Now, this week when we go to Arizona, there's a couple women who are working for very large. Um, uh, they probably are a family farm at the root of them, but they've become really big growing operations for, like, lettuce, right? That happens. There's a lot of that in, in southern Arizona. And so, like, one of these women is a food safety um, she's like the head of food safety for one of these farms, right? So it's mm-hmm. kind of a different look at it, but a really, really important part in making sure that, that healthy, safe, fresh food gets to our plate. Um, so while there's a lot of family farms, um, there's some of that corporate stuff. And then there is, like, I think about, you know, 17% of the farms in this country are women-owned, operated, and led. And so there are some of those that, that we come across. Too. So they're doing it all, you guys. They're, they're covering all the bases out there. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us once again this morning. I uh, hope you have a good rest of the weekend. You're going to watch the game tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll get another inspiration. Huh? Maybe, maybe yeah. Another <laughs> yeah, and happy anniversary. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hoping it's been a good ride for you so far and uh, to many more years. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, take care. Great. A lot of good information. Wow. It, it sounds like, you know, when she started this, she went in, you know, kind of not naive, but didn't think it would, it would blow up like it has. I yeah, mean, she's still amazed at what's been going on and how successful she is. Yeah, well, it's it, amazing. You know, I think that, you know, when I asked her the question about, you know, did she even know where this is going to go from? And I'm sure and, and I'm sure it's just one of those things that I, I would never there. There are things that you just think and then you're like, I never know the community behind this group or, you know, anything. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, do you know so and so they're doing this? And, mm-hmm. Oh, and then that person says, oh, yeah, I've got a group of five people that I work with every week that, yeah, you know, it we, suddenly went from one to two thousand yeah. people. All yeah. Of, yeah. And, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I never knew it was actually this big. I, you know, I never knew it was actually already happening. And now to be able to shine the light on them and give them credit where credit's due. Well, that's really interesting really neat. You know, from the, you think back to the 1800s when we were a real farming country. Right. And women did a lot of work on the farm. Absolutely. And of course, you know, once we got industrialized, they had a chance to get a break. You know, it's like, sure. I've done enough of pulling the plow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now it's a whole new opportunity for them to get back in under their terms, which is really cool. And yeah. uh, not that you had to do it because it was part of the family farm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's neat. She she's from um, Iowa, uh, Margie. Margie. She's from Iowa, and so when I talked to her earlier in the week, I had some friends um, that went to college in Iowa. So we were talking about Iowa in general, and you know, just the community out there of these large, Iowa, large Iowa is farms. one big farm. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> the whole state is yeah. one big farm. You don't get more farm. midwestern than that. No, you know. No. And I was just like so amazed by you know where where she grew up and her experiences that she had and all of that because yeah, we, we got a top of the hour break coming up. If you're listening on Biz Talk Radio news coming up, we are back at six minutes after on Biz Talk Radio. Facebook Live, we're going to be back even quicker than that. Bob Riemiller for uh, John Bagnasco, Tiger Palafox. I'm Brian Main. Stay with us back after this. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.